Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to How to Date, a show about how to master the messy, complex, challenging and bizarre world of dating when you really didn't think you'd be back here again. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. And I'm your co-host, Monique Robin. So, Monique, you've got a hot tip for us this week. This tip, I think it's been invaluable for both you and I, and it actually was one that took a while to evolve. Once I started really looking at the type of men I was going for and why it was perhaps not working. So when I first separated from my ex-husband, one of the many reasons that led to the undoing of our marriage was that he had a very, very demanding career. So he was an orthopedic surgeon. Yes, he is an orthopedic surgeon. (laughs) And Honestly, I felt like we were ships in the night. We never saw one another. So any problems that we did have, we didn't even really have the time to address. And it became almost like the biggest sticking point in my feelings of neglect, especially because it was at odds with why he was working so hard, which was because he wanted to provide for the family. So he couldn't understand why I was so adverse to this scenario. Anyway, this leads to my tip. I felt that the most important quality I needed to find in a man when I was ready to date again was one that would have more time for me. So what I did is instead of just looking for 99% of men who aren't so um, dominated or out of balance with their career, I went for the people that appeared to be almost disinterested in career. So anyone that said anything like, oh, yeah, I love my job, which you'd normally think is a positive thing, it would be like a trigger for me. And I'd be like, okay, no. So my tip is that don't project what you experienced in a past relationship or in your long-term marriage if you're married onto the search for the next guy. In other words, if there was something really, really obvious that you felt led to the breakdown of that relationship, you don't have to necessarily look for its opposite because what happens then is you miss that huge pull in the middle. The ones that maybe like their career a little bit and they sometimes work late hours, but then on other days they don't, they're a bit more balanced And what happened was because I was looking for the complete opposite, there were only, you know, men as rare as my ex-husband who were the extreme of overworking at the opposite end. Yes, and even maybe possibly unemployed. And coming along with those really opposite qualities is often some qualities that you don't like in a person. 
Like unemployed people appealed to me when I left my husband because they just didn't care about their career and I thought how liberating. But actually, and this might sound like a broad swooping statement, a lot of um, purposely or intentionally unemployed people are perhaps a little less um, active than I am. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I've probably had the opposite experience with my ex and I was aware that I was I was probably looking for people that were uh like super career oriented and in super power positions. And again, that's not a huge part of the online dating pool. But then I soon realized that uh, this is just like a rebound effect for me. And so now I'm trying to find that middle ground and not project what was lacking in terms of compatibility in my marriage uh, onto what would just be a very narrow dating pool. So I, I I feel like I've learnt that lesson as well. Yeah, and I can actually give another example. You remember I had that short-term relationship with the guy that was really tall and I hadn't dated a really tall guy and I found that really attractive and he broke my heart and ended that relationship. And I have to confess, not that I've ever had a fetish for tall men in the past, I'm now like really, really funny about dating a guy shorter than the tall guy because I kind of feel like the only way I can symbolically get even better than him is to find someone taller than him. But, it will, you know, when I think about that attitude, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yeah. Because <laughs> he, was, he was extremely tall. Mm. And I don't need someone, you know, who's a giant. No. That's not going to make you happy. <laughs> and how exactly? And how many guys of decent average height does that exclude from my dating pool? Far too many. So that's a great tip, Monique. Thank you. Oh, don't, welcome. Don't look for the extreme from where you've come from, the extreme opposite, because that's going to dramatically narrow the dating pool. That is it for today's show. If you have enjoyed How to Date, why not share it with other people that you think could benefit from some of the advice that we are offering. And if you enjoyed this episode, we would love to get your feedback. Please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listened to this show from. And we will see you next time. See you soon. 